Hey, doesn't he have to say my name is Vamsi or something? Do people already recognize his voice or what? <laughs> yeah, actually, he has to say that as well. Like, proofy. Okay. <laughs> oh. Cut this and put it in front of that. Hey, no. no. <laughs> what is all this cutting? <laughs> I'm not some okay. tailor, okay? <laughs> They're giving you opportunity to spend more time with your laptop. Uh, yeah, not, like, not like this. Yeah. Welcome to the second episode of Syncord. a podcast where i talk to interesting people about interesting things we'll be taking a look at a few interesting topics which are bound to challenge the way you think about the strange little world of ours today on the show we have here with us uh, hi i'm tushar and uh, between today's podcast and my last podcast the only value addition i have done is sleepless nights and stickers on my whatsapp account hello listeners this is abhijit and this is not actually the second singford podcast Yeah, so hi listeners. Uh, just to be a little narcissistic, if Chandler Bing was in there, it would be me, because I make uncomfortable jokes and I'm uncomfortable around beautiful women. I am Mamsi. I am a time traveler. As a proof, I've already been on the Singapore episode two. Hashtag conspiracy. And I'm your host Harsha. Up until very recently, I thought the book was called How to Kill a Mockingbird, and I was very disappointed when I found out otherwise. So let's get into the episode. The prompt for this episode was a rather interesting one. I was having a conversation with a friend who was talking about a dairy milk chocolate and how it seems a lot smaller today. Uh, the 10 rupee variant seems a lot a lot smaller today than it was uh, when we were growing up as kids. What do you guys think about that? Corporate conspiracy theory. But do you actually notice a difference with Cadbury? With Cadbury, you do that for sure. But Maggie did it very well. Like they reduced this packet size, like with years, and like you don't get you go you are not satisfied with just one packet now. So they are for sure they are reducing the size of these uh, food items. But don't you think it's interesting that like actually the size has been reducing and we don't really notice it. So and I there was a study conduct. I'm not sure if it was Stanford or Harvard. but a couple of students conducted the study comparing the size of there's this thing called the cadbury creme egg i'm pretty sure that you must have read somewhere on a meme or on an actual article mm. the size of that has been reducing over the years and the price has remained the same so that mm. consumption has not decreased and it is not a conspiracy theory therefore oh uh, yeah man it's, it's pretty much out there size matters man <laughs> good to know <laughs> डेरी मिल्क बार but uh, it was very interesting to me that uh, my friend did not see it that way rather he actually saw it as a conspiracy theory and uh, i actually found this very intriguing and uh, which prompted a question so guys 
do you guys believe in conspiracy theories more importantly what's a conspiracy theory that maybe you believe in it does not have to be something that you strongly believe in uh, even something which seems the most plausible one i believe in a simulation man i i totally believe in that see like hard <laughs> Dude, that I was that I cannot deny, dude. That I cannot deny for sure. We live in a simulation. I almost share your point of view, uh, and I actually think this is the most plausible uh, uh, conspiracy theory out there. And I really wouldn't be surprised if this was true. So there are two things. One is uh, one of the things that makes a conspiracy theory good is evidence to back it up, and it it does not have to be logical. but it should be something that connects with you and with regards to the simulation thing i'm sure that you all must have experienced this you are walking into a room and then you forget the reason why you walked into that room you're like oh my god why did i choose to come here and uh, that is how you know i actually read an article you know it might kind of defeat your point so uh there's a medical article on it like very specific so uh, they say that the arches when you see the gate doors or the uh, frame okay your mm-hmm. your brain is wired in such a way that when you go through that it automatically uh, stores what you were thinking and it backs it up in somewhere uh, your subconscious mind so that is a major reason that when you go through doors you actually forget something so like if you if you're walking in a long hall okay and uh, you genuinely do not forget anything if you are walking in a hall because halls generally do not have gates a lot of gates but when you walk into a room then you forget things that makes it a simulation like a game these are the saving points that we have yeah yeah okay <laughs> but i don't remember i i mean i can't recall uh, exactly if i've gotten anything when i was walking in a hallway so maybe i'll remember this and i'll test it the next time i forget something which is interesting right like i mean the uh, even some a suggestion of a shape can actually change your uh, like literally reset your brain in a way it's very interesting But she coming back to your point, even deja vu's have a medical explanation, like a proper sound, like well written explanation. As uh, it's deja vu, actually, like the thing that you feel like it has happened, right, is actually not happening, but it's just in your memory, and uh, it basically are it's your memory and your actually what you're seeing clashing at the same time. Something w- might have happened, but very close to it, and your memory autom like your mind automatically like matches that. because our mind loves to like you know, match things together no no yeah familiarity is what we run on so mm. tries to superimpose those things and i like believe in simulation uh for a different reason it's not my theory as such is this my interpretation of the whole simulation theory is that we are uh, in an experiment and like we are not like you know creators or something but like we are just like merely created to just like do things and we are the ai that some creator is trying to create or like has created which explains a lot of things because that's how we are trying to create ai today like if you 
I mean, we've taken up VA and stuff. So this is basically our, their unsupervised learning environment that they put us. Through. Yeah. Facebook might shut us down very, like pretty soon. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Zucks. <laughs> Long enough for my language. podcast to become famous. Yeah. We'll start talking in our own language and Facebook will shut us down. No, but that that, uh, makes it more interesting because uh, so uh, when we want to become interplanetary beings, that is what we will do. We might send some robots there and they'll build up some other robots and that is how we might go ahead. So we've come here to we might have come here through some uh, see that calls for another uh, conspiracy and i really really believe in aliens and some other extraterrestrial life so that is what i think <clears throat> so we might be uh, a robot kind of thing that some other even more advanced species has made and we've come here and we don't even know that they've sent us or could be a case is what i feel so you do so uh, like there's this thing that you know say that we messed up mars and then we inhabited for uh, earth right so, right, right. Like, do you think that's true i i would believe i i, I want to think it is true because it makes it more interesting but uh, i think evidence can prove it if it is right or wrong i don't think that is uh, far ahead from our lifetimes maybe elon musk will prove it prove if that is right or wrong Hopefully. So and what, what would some, count as a proof? Some structure on Mars? Like existing structure if, on Mars? If we've already existed on Mars and we might have our remains there or whatever, then we, that could be excavated or some kind of archaeological thing going on down there. And we might, if we find some human uh, bones or some fossils, then it is already a proof that we've already been there. So that could be a case. And, and there was also... Uh, an expedition that went on to prove if water was a part of uh, Mars's atmosphere or not. Hmm. I don't think. Uh, I it's think the, I uh, mean, they have. Yeah, they have ice, uh, right? Uh, glaciers. There are glaciers at right, the right, poles uh, of Mars. So hmm. that even convinced the fact that we could have been a part there, and water might not be uh, as abundant as it was at one point of time. But when it was there, and we could have thrived then. And not now, and maybe that's how we got to Earth. You never know. There's one of these. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of this. It's called the. Uh, it's a paradox, which says Fermi's that. Fermi's paradox. Fermi's paradox. Fermi paradox. Correct. It says that we have a probabilistic explanation, uh, estimation of there being uh, uh, this thing extraterrestrial life, but there is no evidence for the same. There are a couple. I, I remember seeing this Kurgzat video a very long time ago, and that is how I know of this. It's not through extensive research and stuff. It was uh, one of the reasons why we haven't found them yet is because it, it is a cycle wherein all terrestrial life comes to an end, and that is why we haven't met extraterrestrial life because those people have already uh, died or moved on or whatever. Yeah, they're already extinct, and which is what come to us. I actually have an alternative theory to explaining somewhat of a Fermi paradox. I think it's just that universe is too very big, like it's huge, and uh, like life is actually not that common uh, because okay. our probability estimates put life is 
somewhat common but uh, look at the amount of like even our own solar system we've explored like it's not much like we've seen all our planets we know where the planets are going to be not even that's a complete expedition of earth is done so there yeah, is a lot exactly of, uh, mm-hmm. and i i think like marina trench is still not completely explored like those sea flows are not completely explored yeah correct mm-hmm. so i think it's more of a time issue rather than okay uh, all right before uh, it drops off my mind there is another interesting thing that uh, i've seen somewhere i don't remember where so uh, if the universe is going on expanding uh, without any borders so uh, the elements that we know right now or the number of elements that we know right now the kind of combinations that we can come up with those elements uh, i mean if you can if you can have different type of uh, combinations and make all, all those things available in different parts of the uh, different parts of the universe so it says that we can't come up with enough uh, permutations and combinations for them to be unique throughout the this stretch of universe so what that says is the universe will repeat itself after a certain place if whatever we know until now is the thing we know so mm-hmm. it okay. it says that that we might repeat ourselves and we might also uh, see the same mumsy somewhere else or see the same mumsy somewhere else is what uh-huh. it says It's like parallel like universe, universe existing parallel in the universe same. thing. It's like exactly. it's not it's existing on the same plane. That. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, but like when we talk about space, na bro. So uh, just to put everything into perspective. So if we uh, consider Big Bang, okay, this is from Cosmos. I read, I saw it there. Okay, so if we consider uh, Big Bang as first January, zero 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 zero. Okay. and present time uh, as uh, 31st december uh, 115959 okay so the recorded history of human beings have been approximately 2 or 3 hours maximum this Nein, is sorry 2 minutes 3 days i guess 3 minutes nahi nahi 3 minutes hai uh, i think it's 3 minutes it's it's very small amount of time the recorded history is, compared to the whole big bang Yeah, this is what the, has happened here. Yeah, this is the cosmos of Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Not. Ah, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I remember seeing that. He stands uh, on the last day. Yeah, he... exactly, exactly. So, like, putting into perspective, we've been here for like three minutes of on the cosmic calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, right now the observable uh, space is nine billion light years only. Mm-hmm. So, what that means is. uh light hasn't traveled uh like since like time hasn't been enough for light to travel to us uh some farther reaches from farther, yeah, from, from farther reaches yeah so mm-hmm. but like and nothing can go faster than light so like mm-hmm. that is the limitation again so a lot part of space is yet to be discovered so there are some things technically that can travel faster than light uh, i don't know uh, if that is true or not but there are some things that are uh, that can travel faster than something called tachyons if i remember it right can travel faster than light that means you can i remember reading this from a book i think it is uh, some chapter in hitty verma i don't remember if it is that book or not but i remember reading it 
it says the gun leaves the bullet even before you pull the trigger if the gun is made of tachyon or something yeah i i was worried about that as well ha like they are trying to capture or thing ha no no finish your point sir yeah uh, like scientists are still trying to capture tachyon and you know study upon it like it's it's really difficult to get hold of those little bastards but yeah yeah for now i think they are uh, still hypothetical stuff but not not a reality any so, maybe like i think scientists have found traces of them uh, but like okay. not enough to you know b- begin experiments on them mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, now like mentioned that uh, like that small slice of life it just reminded me of big bang theory's intro because <coughs> that's the entire intro they make the entire intro basically they show the like uh, all the events that have happened in on a time scale and like our entire like thing is like maybe like a few seconds of the entire intro hmm. it's interesting there's this video on youtube i don't the creator is amazing but i don't remember who he is it's called the entire history of the world i guess and it's it's an animated you must have you definitely might have seen it if you guys are active on youtube and stuff mm-hmm. i'll send you guys a link later there is a vsauce uh-huh. video as well where he shows the entire i think yeah. where the entire slice uh and the video was called i think like our narrow slice of like life or something as a printer we link the uh, videos down in the description when when the podcast actually goes out Let's take a small detour from our usual podcast. When I first started the podcast, I wanted to use it as a platform where I meet new people and more importantly share their ideas with the world. Instead of having a usual sponsor segment for this podcast, I wanted to use this podcast to shed some light on some incredible organizations and individuals who are helping people even in these difficult times. These organizations may not be popular enough to get on mainstream TV or the news, but they do deserve the attention just the same. In this episode, we'll be taking a look at Youth for Jobs Foundation. Youth for Jobs was set up with a vision to help youth with disabilities have equal access to education and employment opportunities. The founder Meera Shanoi saw this as an opportunity to enable the at-risk youth of India. to become pioneers by providing skills to youth with disabilities and low education levels from villages the training that youth for jobs provides includes english language skills soft skills life skills and digital literacy orientation to markets depending on job vacancies is given and the trainees are placed in entry level jobs youth for jobs has worked with about 25000 youth with disabilities who are now their alumni The organization's work has won them numerous prestigious awards. In the description of the podcast, I have linked the donation page of Youth for Jobs. If you enjoy the podcast or like the work that Youth for Jobs is currently doing, please consider donating in the link below. Thank you. Now let's get back into the podcast. when we earlier talking about data like is data privacy a myth and everything so it struck my mind when we came up with this you know the social media trend of 10 years challenge 
earlier that if you remember this someone came up with this app called you know app face me or something like that where you, they accuse the people that they're taking up the photos it's for fun obviously you're aging yourself but they're technically taking up the pictures and that got shunned they came up with this 10 year challenge which gave like everyone was happy because it was a social trend at the end of the day but there was this nice this, there's a nice story about they actually capturing those pictures for ai basically to develop a proper ai system and that 10 year uh, the gap of 10 years that is happening the changes in the facial feature everything is actually helping them to make the data mining process very easy because they can get fo- you can get photos on google on your id that's for sure right but with that 10 year thing you are yourself posting those photos and actually helping helping in creating a nice and proper database so yeah i guess it does make sense to be honest like yeah, yeah. It, it's very possible and leaving it on public and it's like anybody can just download it and do whatever they want they don't even have to exactly. be zucks right yeah <laughs> interesting like i heard the face app controversy not right. like really use that app but like i remember when it was around like a lot of people had privacy concerns this reminds me of i'm pretty sure you guys remember this uh, do you remember deep fakes yeah it was yeah, still a thing it's still a thing yeah most of it so a deepfix is for everyone who doesn't know it's basically uh you take an image of a person you guys must have seen harsha so you find someone who looks similar to harsha and then you take a lot of pictures of harsha and then you impose it on the original person's face so you probably can see harsha doing things like uh like kicking a garbage can or something like that so most of it has been used for uh explicit purposes like putting Uh, actors and actresses onto uh, pornographic films but uh, there was this video of i'm pretty sure uh, the trump deep fake was one of the things that had gone viral yeah. in 2018 that was freaky actually like i mean if you show that to somebody right off the bat and not explain anything they'll actually buy it even if it's super realistic no i've seen uh, obama's uh, deep fake and i Thing that is uh, by SNL, I guess. Yeah, that was kicking the door, right? Yeah, even even uh, I, yeah, I I guess it's been a long time, really long time. But I uh, remember watching Obama's deep fake, and it is uh, really disturbing. So you know, yeah, man, it's it's crazy. But I think uh, some social media platforms are have uh, banned those things, uh, like can't put up a. uh deep fake on youtube or facebook anymore mm. uh they'll hunt these things down but still there is still a way to run these things mm. yeah not everything is like like more yeah, i can't yeah matlab like if you look at it uh the internet we use is only like 1% of the internet out there so like to be honest we all do not like we do not even know what all goes behind on the deep and the dark web so again yeah it's it's really disturbing internet is not a very good place to be on and like surprisingly it is what is enabling us to do whatever we're doing right now <laughs> exactly <laughs> double edged sword huh? <laughs> uh yes another like a very interesting conspiracy i uh, theory i have recently heard of is uh, called the last thursdayism uh, which talks about uh, basically the theory says that everything you've experienced so far might of be fake because the world was created last thursday 
and there is no way to disprove this think about it like try me okay like give me evidence as oh, to why this yeah, is not so disproving things is very difficult so there is another uh this is not a conspiracy theory or something this is just an idea by uh, the english philosopher bertrand russell who said there is a teapot that is revolving in between the sun and uh, maybe mars or some other planet just there is no way you can disprove it doesn't mean that there is a teapot revolving the sun uh, in between the earth and some other planet but there is no way you can disprove it it is called uh, the teapot paradox or something mm-hmm. it is to show you that it is very difficult to disprove some absurd thing mm-hmm. yeah, even that is what uh, fundamentalists say that uh, when, when you say that these uh, the fossils of dinosaurs are from some millions of years ago they say that the almighty has created those things 2000 years ago and he uh, mm-hmm. put them there so that you'll be confused by the time of this so mm-hmm. that is one thing there is no way to prove them wrong but in your there case no there is technically one way like if you could map have visibility on the entire like uh, from sun to like or you said saturn yeah right? so if i say that i have a bill from uh, the a day that is beyond the last thursday do you no. believe it Yeah, I mean it. It exists, but that was that's what I'm saying. Like it was yeah, so created. Yeah, so it is created. Uh, even the bill was created. Uh, exactly yeah. the same uh-huh. happens with the fundamentally. Uh-huh. Like even the memories. Like uh, like in our in like, this theory uh-huh. case, I the most shocking thing to me was the memory. Like if you can think of like say I'm thinking of last Monday, which was before the last Thursday, uh, at least at the time of this recording. and uh, now if i think about it like my memory of that monday like we doing our internship work or whatever is just created on thursday so that really didn't happen my childhood didn't happen like it was just like memories of planted into your head and it's kind of interesting and which is why this actually apparently does not come under scientific theory not just because it does not have proof because it can't it's it can't be proved wrong which is what wamsi was talking about and which is why it comes under the domain of philosophy not under science not under like uh, like the science we you and i talk about this is pretty interesting similar reason why flat earthers do exist no offense to anyone no one how dare you how dare you acha <laughs> you should chip in and say how dare you how dare you, you? <laughs> okay context say we uh. participated in a competition uh, by samsung and the team uh, we in the sense abhijit harsha and i and our team name was the flat earther fortunately <laughs> <laughs> we had like an actual picture of a flat earth we actually had a picture of flat earth on our ppt <laughs> we sent it that which <laughs> is one of the reasons why we might have gotten joined <laughs> no, i don't think so but okay <laughs> But yeah, yeah, dude, that that is like craziest thing I've ever heard. Like flat Earth, and uh, but they've been it's been debunked so many times. No, the flat Earth uh, theory is debunked so many times. Yeah, dude, you have pictures from the ISS showing that the Earth is a sphere. They say that, they say that yeah. no, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's the government is into the in this thing. Uh, ISS is owned by is like exactly. <laughs> okay, not not. 
so uh, so another very ridiculous uh, conspiracy theory is that all the pigeons that are around us are drones <laughs> uh, <laughs> this i will believe okay like i don't know how they shit on like all the things i own <laughs> this is very possible plausible <laughs> but no possible <laughs> <laughs> this is another theory but yeah flat earthers i don't think it's been uh, debunked so many times i remember seeing one particular youtube video uh, they uh, there's a boat so there is a very powerful laser on the shore they shoot it directly at a, a point on uh, on the boat on the boat yeah so they say the that boat. if it has a curvature then it right exactly away. yeah so, so that, that is their logic one of the things was apart from yeah obviously you can show it uh, there was this experiment experiment that i heard of the boat one that you're talking about then there was obviously the images from iss but even that you can say a photoshop or all of the governments are working together because it's not just usa it's also russia and china and stuff but uh, i had seen this mythbusters video where uh, they brought this flat earther and they were like uh, let's conduct a science experiment and you guys must have done this in uh, 11th or 12th when you were studying about light uh there is to explain the curvature of earth there's a i don't know how i'm going to explain it because i've forgotten uh this myself but there's a specific length that the light is going to travel after which you won't be able to observe the object so your light source you'll have to move it up and it will be via pinhole so that explains that if you increase your distance you'll have to you can see the object after a certain point i don't know if i'm explaining this correctly or if you're getting sense. it so and he did that he was initially like okay if you if you're moving my object which was like a ball or something 10 meters away i can't see it and then he was like stand up and then try to see the ball through this pinhole and he was like yeah i can see it so hence prove <laughs> there is a curvature on the earth dude anything can become a conspiracy theory like these days uh, apollo landing is a conspiracy theory us never went to the moon uh because uh there is no atmosphere and the flat yeah, there are there is a very uh, elaborate book on this uh, showing there are a lot of and there are a lot of mistakes on whatever images that you have and another interesting thing is that uh, the united states ka government and people they have hired stanley kubrick to direct all the things that is to direct yeah correct yeah, direct the uh, moon landing Uh, there is also another meme saying that Stanley Kubrick wanted it to be so perfect that he went to the moon directly and came back and gave these pictures. <laughs> but, but yeah, this was one of the first. Uh, this was actually the first conspiracy theory that I'd heard of this as a kid. The was first, third or fourth standard or something. It's like uh, right. one of my. I don't know if you can hear the guards whistle. You probably have to edit that out. It's but, okay, whistle uh, back. फर्स्ट I don't know if it is the first because I, there is also uh, Bermuda Triangle ka thing. People, huh. I I don't know. Which is the first one Bermuda I heard? Triangle. I was about this. Uh-huh. I don't remember if that is the first one I remember or 
if it is the moon landing uh, yeah yeah i, I correct i stand corrected the bombida triangle, triangle and i'm not in, like i'm not very proud of this but like i believe the bombida triangle thing was like a no fly zone for a very long time like is it so not it is is it not no, it's not a no fly zone so oh. you can fly over it like it's 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 a hypothetical <laughs> oh, I mean, so we just can you fly over it but <laughs> can you fly over it you can you can technically uh, it's a, it's actually in the fly can you fly over Yeah, you can fly over it, and planes do fly over it. That's it's actually true. not a very like. It's a minute uh, proportion that got uh, that got crashed or whatever happened. It's huh, not just like planes, but I've heard that there were well. also submarines. Ships, ships also, yeah. Ships. I did. Ships I did. Submarine as well. My B-Tech on Bermuda Triangle. Oh damn. <laughs> okay. and it was very interesting to me okay because i was under the impression that this was like a no fly zone like military had control over it people are doing tests on it mm-hmm. and like even airlines didn't want to take chance and they didn't write like all of that is bs because uh, even then i actually went back to read a few stories of congress almost all the bermuda triangle uh, like crashes happened on the lower orbit it's not at like where the aircrafts actually fly it's on a much lower like uh, and it also happened for smaller planes they fly much lower into the uh, to the ground as well and if the submarines and stuff also there's apparently not enough documented evidence to show that they actually went missing it's very interesting because i remember seeing this in uh, i think it's ancient aliens or one of those shows on history channel where <laughs> yeah the entire meme right you know oh, uh, speaking of uh, i i'll diverge a little bit there are people who don't know about that show but know the meme it's it blows me away <laughs> a lot of people don't know that it's a show like but they know I that know the okay I, this, see, this okay, is okay wow. <laughs> no this is okay because my two memes are so but people who don't even know this show used have used yeah, yours have used the meme <laughs> <laughs> but that is one one show that kept me running for a very long time yeah and like a lot of the conspiracy theories that i know came from, from that, from that. Show. like right, especially right. about the pyramids <laughs> yeah 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 that one the and pyram- one that stuck with me was uh, the hollow earth conspiracy Ooh. <clears throat> that is actually a really old conspiracy you might have seen those movies uh, journey to the center journey to the center of center the earth yeah. book is uh, the, uh, hmm. the book by jules verne or i don't know jules verne or whoever but that is a conspiracy that is still believed and many people still think yeah, that there is uh, yeah sorry one people no that is all that many people think that there is another world or there are still dinosaurs living under the crust of the earth isn't that a plot point for the matrix trilogy there is a i mean it's below the earth's crust right the actual world is no idea uh ha they are underground uh, but like what wamsi is talking about is like literally like a hollow it's our globe is a hollow sphere and on the inside there's an entire life living with its own sun at the at the core of our planet ha and everything is outward everything yeah, is the like core and energy yeah Uh-huh. and the entries from the north pole and the south pole. so yeah. basically there are uh, entry points and that civilization is uh, way more advanced 
<laughs> not that but if you've seen uh, the movie called abyss by uh, james cameron uh, oh my a- god i loved that movie when it came out it was beautiful to look at yeah it was it is a beautiful movie that shows that how uh, that was the movie when uh, photoshop became mainstream i guess photoshop and visual effects okay. became main. there is a scene uh, maybe for that scene they've started using visual effects in photo that is one of the most foremost scenes where visual effects were used you the one you yeah exactly that, that right right that yes yes yeah. exactly that scene Uh, so that's the scene can you explain to our like listeners and so, like me uh, especially so this is a spoiler alert um already uh, we spoiled the movie if you haven't seen it so this movie uh, the context of this movie is that there are beings un- uh, underwater that are far beyond our capabilities they can control water and everything uh so what happens is they see the uh, absurdities that we do above uh, the wars and the nukes and everything they start they want to show us that we still are there and if you start continue doing this thing and this is what we can do so uh, there is an expedition that goes underwater and it's way too deep he goes beyond the limit and he falls down one person this is the beginning of the movie so uh, they think he is dead but people go to rescue him and that is when they encounter the other beings and all so this scene uh, the beings are actually water they take the shape they, they can take whatever shape that is so there is the, their shape the it's just water that comes in a shapeless way uh, there is this woman here and the the edge of the water takes shape into that woman that this movie came in the 80s i guess Oh, and wow. that seemed to be done uh, in the 80s it just boggled my mind then when i it, it had a couple of more than that. i mean i think it was a mining rig that that person was a part of and he fell from an expedition from that and then there was also a us secret service agent and stuff one of the things that uh, stuck out to me was to do this to go under below the human level of going under the ocean he uh, the oxygen capacity was very less in his tanks so there's this oxygen oxygenated fluid or something which he started inhaling and it was part of his lung now so that uh, there is a more sustained period of uh, this thing time where he can use oxygen from a tank and i thought that okay fine this is all right and then a couple of years later i read um, a dan brown novel with Ro- the with a uh, with robert langdon as the main character where one of the things that they do was uh they submerge a human inside this oxygenated fluid to give an out of body experience to that person it it was very weird and then i suddenly remembered oh my god is this actually a thing and apparently it is and oh, it was mind blowing it's like one of those sensory deprivation times i think like some uh, yeah ones, but like with oxygen um, is that yeah. is that in lost symbol yeah the lost symbol correct right it was a third book right uh, robert langdon third book of in in the robert langdon series third series, book in, yeah and that is my favorite my personal favorite of robert langdon series i okay speaking of robert langdon dan brown has written a lot of novels with which revolve around conspiracy theories if we speak about the the, the first 
Robert Langdon uh, this thing uh, book it was Angels, Angels and Demons Angels and Demons no no the Damashiki was the second one Angels and Demons which was about um the illuminati if i'm not wrong mm. and how they played a role with the uh, with the the papal society and structuring the world wanted the catholic system to crumble and i mean they the illuminati tried to take revenge on the catholic system so yeah. all the things that catholic system had done to the scientist community back then mm. that is a beautiful book you have to read Yes. And this has templars right this i remember yeah, the knights templars yes knights apparently templars. they came from the knights the the freemasons evolved into the illuminati yeah. uh, oh. i read that um, there this um, group called the discordians hmm. who were uh, idiots in the 60s in the us and they spread the word of the illuminati in the press through publishing articles and texts on playboy they write <laughs> roast that is how oh. in the so this could be another uh. Uh, this could be another conspiracy theory to actually <laughs> shut down the topics of illuminati this could be another thing oh that's really against the conspiracy theory. yeah so uh, <laughs> there's a there's an airport in uh, us the denver airport it is called the hub of the illuminati Hmm. I've heard this one as well, but why is it called so? Like I've heard that it's called that. So, so basically, it is majorly because of the kind of promotion that the Denver airport is doing. So, uh, like they were expanding their area, and hmm. uh, they put up like alien posters everywhere, and you know, cat wearing a tin hat, a zombie cat. Okay, and uh, and on, even on the social media, uh, the employees would be dressed up as aliens. uh and you know they just roaming around and people would think that you know they are real aliens and they promoted like that you know we are expanding so that in case extraterrestrial uh, beings visit us we do have a runway for them or a landing area for them so that is how it uh, got into this thing uh, hub for uh, It's very interesting that US is very narcissistic. They always assume that you the aliens will visit them, and like not like Vijayawada or something like that. So why not? <laughs> hey man, <laughs> why, that's a that's a joke. What about Jadu? Jadu, Jadu came to Kesal. Okay. <laughs> legend, legend says Jadu is still smoking up in Kesal. <laughs> And doing pom 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 himself. <laughs> okay, this joke is too close to me. <laughs> Actually, speaking of uh, Templars, right? Uh, so there's a video game franchise called Assassin's Creed, and Abhijit like knows. Uh, I I think you played the series. I've not played the entire series, but I've played enough to understand the plot behind it. and i find it very fascinating and i have a conspiracy theory re- related to this as well so the uh, a little bit of a background for people who have not played this game uh, it basically follows uh, a story of uh, like a few scientists who figure out a way to access ancient memory using your dna and they use this uh, device called the animus to access the memories 
now just accessing random people's memories is not very important <laughs> right so they find people of a particular bloodline and they are in search of like something i'm not going to spoil it completely because if you end up deciding playing this game it's worth like playing at least for the first few games it's beautiful and uh, basically what it is is they select a particular bloodline and put that guy in the animus and explore uh, like memories of his ancestors Uh, as part of this, uh, as part of the overall plotline, they talk about two different groups: the assassins and the templars, and who are in constant war over finding a few artifacts and a few things. And it's very interesting to note that, uh, like in uh, again, as the game's name suggests, Assassin's Creed, you are an, you play an assassin who kills people. Uh, it's very interesting that a, a lot of the way uh, the actual historical people died. <laughs> in game matches with the way they actually died in real life almost always a stab to the neck and in a, like the the uh, the size of the stab a wound as well like correlates with a weapon they always use in the game oh, called yeah. a blade it's very interesting right. that like this this actually exists and like when you told me about templars like it like suddenly hit me uh yeah so on similar lines uh the simpsons so is it a show uh, like uh, made by a time traveler what do you think i think the way that i try to make sense of it is that this is a tying up with our what we were speaking about the uh, simulation thing if i were someone who was i'm on a pc and i am simulating an event and the event that we're speaking about is this mankind's existence one of the weirdest things that i could do just to screw up with them is uh, tell their life story <laughs> through a cartoon in their own world and that will be hilarious as someone who's observing this you know from a higher level that is the way i try to make sense of it dude that will be maybe the biggest joke someone would play on us they are okay. giving the entire <coughs> the life the future yeah, the in plot of a cartoon in form of a cartoon which is like hilarious <laughs> but i've also uh, uh, read it the writers of uh, the simpsons are from uh, howard and stanford and some other ivy level uh, things and i don't so know you're saying they're actually predicting based on science in their uh... no 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 that no so see uh in 196 sorry for the no. bark of the dogs i don't know what is descending right now <laughs> maybe someone alien is listening to our conversation conspiracy theory in india was a bhoot ha so uh, in 67 or 68 when uh, the 2001 and space odyssey was released uh it, right then uh, stanley kubrick could predict the the centrifugal uh, space shuttle that we could use for interplanetary travel and video conferencing and laptops and all this stuff so uh, the only way he could uh, he could do it was he spoke to hundreds and thousands of scientists right then he understood how the science was progressing and he asked from them what would be the future of all these things that is how he could predict that mm-hmm. these could be happening in the future 
i don't know what these people are doing but these people might be so these people are not predicting technology is what something uh, uh, predicting some events, events. like ha uh-huh, exactly which right. is uh, what i was about to ask you and might i add right. like pretty accurately like hmm. they the, are the like capital ac- yeah on the past week week and a half exactly like I, everyone uh, took it like a meme and were like you know they they have just released this way before it would happen and then we know what how ha- actually how it turned out so we are the sensitive the higher authority <laughs> <laughs> so it is the same thing with uh, nostradamus and all his predictions what it says is that there are thousands of predictions that is given out and only a few of them are right so we ignore the we ignore all the negative ones and mm-hmm. we just point on the right ones so it could be the same case with this as well mm-hmm. i don't know maybe a higher being that is interesting but just messing with, us up messing up yeah, with us yeah messing uh, yeah just messing with us since we've uh, gone into the little more humorous ones uh, i want to ask you another question now what's the most like funny conspiracy theory that you've heard like it doesn't have to be like like something you believe in but like it can be something small or like large a uh, vaccine like getting vaccinated uh, makes you autistic <laughs> so uh, that is that sounds funny but i don't think that i've seen a lot of dark means maybe the darkest means that i've seen are from the vaccination and the vaccinations the, the children of vaccination and yeah. things so sounds funny but dude i have some pretty bad that is maybe how i was introduced to this dark humor you see some <laughs> means and they disturb my core so but but I the actually... funniest i yeah i've mentioned the pigeons with pigeons are drones that is the funniest thing i've heard you know i know somebody who is actually like whose parents are anti vaxxers and like a basically a gaming friend of mine and like he legit like his parents believe that and the funny thing is now there's a trend going on in us where they're getting secretly vaccinated uh and there are a lot of reddit posts on this as well like if you like uh check out reddit posts like there are a lot of people getting secretly vaccinated without their parents knowing because nowadays you don't even see the mark and it costs a little bit of money but uh, they're somehow pulling that money up and doing it and this fellow is about to do it like uh, the person i know is about to do this and it's like what it is <laughs> it's actually a lot more common apparently than we think of it like anti vaxxers are like a lot more common in us sort like one or odd odd people and i heard that the 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 study they keep claiming is just like one one or two studies which prove that there's a slight correlation to vaccines being the same i wish they could understand uh, stats and omdd and all these things <laughs> 95% correlation does not get correlation all these things yeah i wish they understand <laughs> So uh, there's this another one. Uh, you remember the CERN collider, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the God particle was yeah, yeah. God yeah. particle was 
I found. Yeah. So there's this conspiracy theory that says that when they found the uh, God particles, they actually created a black hole as well, like at the same time. And since then, we've been living inside that black hole. Oh, I heard this. I've heard this. The black hole theory or something that this is called, right? I don't know what it's called, but yeah. I remember this. That is what the theory says. That it created a black hole. And this reminds me of Dark. Sorry. Uh, I I still have to watch that show. I I have have to watch it, yeah. I've seen the first season and it's mind-blowing. Like the sound design is what got me into it. The story is really good. Uh, it's really uh, well written. You should watch it. It's a very good watch. And please watch it in German. Don't watch it in English dub. Like it's actually the German voices make it more like. Uh. <laughs> so honestly, the first time someone has mentioned that, like until now, I thought it's a English. Uh, it's made in no, English. It's a, it's a German. And it's dubbed in English. Yeah. Yeah, I started it, but committing to a one-hour episode is a like a thing yeah. right now. Initially, even I was like that, but like after second episode, see, I'm not somebody who binge watches, okay, in general, and but I've binge watched an entire season of that. And the only other, sh- the very few shows that I've actually done this, way. like Dark is a must watch, like it's a very it's good. It's just two seasons, so it's yeah. not even ended watch. And it's not ended, right? Is it ended? Ended. It, it, it. Oh. I. No, no, I, I don't think okay, it's I ended. Think so about. Yeah, but there is. Huh. I've seen one or two posts saying that there could be a season three, but season two ends it all. I don't know what they'll uh, come up with season two. Maybe oh, I nice. spoiled it for you, or even I don't know. But because oh, I've sh- seen some posts <laughs> where it talks about season three. Okay. okay. So I is it the... is it based on the time travelers paradox? Not a paradox exactly. It's based on time travel. Uh, but it's not the way you think it is. It's like really not the way you think it is. It is like is it is like, it similar to something similar to predestination? If if anyone's watched no. that movie, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, somewhat similar to predestination. But it's a must watch. It's it's unique. Like I've not seen. And what actually keeps me interested in it is, uh, so when you watch the first two episodes, right? It's not a scary show, but for the first two episodes, I thought it was a horror TV show. And he does all of it with just sound. Mm-hmm. The sounds get you. Like, it's not anything. Like, there's literally nothing scary in the entire show. And it's just the sound. Okay, the way he builds up to a to a plot point or like how he builds up to a tension, like some point of tension. There are no jump scares usually. There's only jump scares like audio. I like audio. The quality of composition is absolutely great. Yeah, and also the the song choices in the series are pretty good. Yeah, so that's a like much must watch. So uh, another is... one of the funny like conspiracy theories uh, uh, I've heard of actually is uh, the funniest conspiracy theory I've heard is moon is a projection like the bat signal. Oh, it okay. it, it is not a physical entity. And is it's this from Bangalore or Vijayawada? <laughs> no, it's from Kadapa. <laughs> Clear as <risk> guys. <laughs> and the person who, to, uh, at least the article I read, uh, talks about the same guy who promotes uh, flat earth theory. 
I think he's the biggest promoter of the entire theory. And he's like, I don't know why they're doing it, but this is the case. Like, <laughs> that's his entire justification. And he's like, I can spend my entire lifetime like decoding it, but I'll not understand. <laughs> that's his like current stance on the whole project, moon is a projection. But the moon has been a source for a lot of conspiracy theories. The the dark side of the moon, one of my favorite Pink Thought albums, and also my favorite conspiracy topics. That uh, one of them is being that once Armstrong and Aldrin landed on the moon, they did that photo shoot and stuff, planted the uh, the, <laughs> the flag and all. Then they sat on a vehicle to go to the dark side of the moon, and actually, the purpose of the visit was that to, to there is right. some secret base or something on the moon and my this thing is how do you disprove this as a as a nation or as people give some time to Elon Musk even yeah on his way to Mars he'll click a picture of the moon and different angles but yeah I, I think ultimately even if a private entity got into it, I think private entities can be bought. Like, for all you know, Elon Musk might be working for the government too. And, like, it might be a wait for NASA to get funds, which is another conspiracy theory, I think. Because oh. NASA is pretty underfunded. If you think about it, like, NASA lost its major funding after the Apollo missions, which is why they've not put a man on the moon, like, after in quite some time. Uh, and like ISRO, like you know the our state of ISRO, like general uh, ISRO funding. And I feel so that, that people haven't sent men on the moon because it's, how how much more are you going to analyze once you go there and get the rock and stuff? So that, yes, that was a prestige issue back then, huh. uh, and I don't yeah. know if the same Space thing is still. Uh, uh, but but they use this fact. Building a moon base is actually a very like. Uh, so a uh, sound objective that NASA has, like if okay. you don't send people to moon and like actually like explore a lot more, like uh, I think it makes sense to send people to moon because moon base is very uh, useful. Now the, the way the entire, uh, okay, I have gone. I, I was going to speak about the moon landing thing. The way that the it was timed. No, it was Kennedy's speech. The, I don't know if you guys have heard it. It started off with, by the end of this decade, we'll put a man on the moon. And it was like, not because it is easy, but because it is hard or something like that. Right. And right. they did it just before the decade ended. Like July 17th was when they put a man on the moon. And that it is one of the things that makes you go, okay, is there more to this? Is there something that we... Okay. Okay. There is another thing. So, uh, Neil Armstrong... Uh, how do you how do you write those names? <clears throat> Neil A. If you read it from backwards, it alien. is alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> this the first man to yeah the first man to step out of the moon step out of the earth is his name is alien. If you read it backwards. But what about Buzz Aldrin? Is <laughs> it's a zoom. <laughs> a zoom. <laughs> A zoom, maybe a sound ah, alien made. Like a sound. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the? Uh, okay, this is not conspiracy, but I genuinely don't know this. Who's the third uh, person? 
who was on the flight? Uh, I forgot, but he did something very really sweet for his daughter. I remember this because of uh, Modern Family episode. On, I don't think he stepped foot on. Uh, no, no, he didn't. Right, he but didn't. he was on the. Uh, he was thing, on no? the uh, the shuttle. Spaceship. Yeah, a shuttle. Okay, I thought. Uh, uh, oh my god! I just remembered, and I remember this because of a stand-up uh, this thing set that I watched. Uh, there's Armstrong Holden, and then there's Michael Collins, and. Okay. Uh, the stand-up set was such that he said that Michael Collins, people haven't heard the name. In fact, there's a movie called Michael Collins, which is not about the same Michael Collins. <laughs> that is how <laughs> non-famous he is. Ari, there was a, ma- a modern family joke where uh, like Phil actually talks about uh, uh, somebody who's been on the moon who carves his uh, daughter's initials onto the moon. And since moon has no atmosphere, it stays there forever. And he's like, uh, he's the best dad ever because of that, and nobody can beat him. And like, uh, I I thought that was uh, Phil Collins, and I thought he stepped out, stepped out on like to the moon. Phil Collins is the Phil Collins is the singer. Sure, okay, my bad. Yeah, okay, now I understand the why how like little is good. I think I just. In the air, but not so high in the air. It is, we can't end a, a conspiracy yeah, we, thingy without speaking about Area 51. Area 51. And how they try to raid it. Oh, I And the Naruto running. <laughs> and the Naruto running. In, how they tried raiding the Area 51. Naruto running those, movies, <laughs> those movies, the Independence Day movie, that that is still one of the. I used to watch. The first, we have, right, the first part, the Will Smith part. We used to have. What uh, is, is there a second part? Yeah, there is a second part. Yeah, a second part. Resurgence, Independence Day. Uh, oh, okay. Dude, it's a horror movie. movie. How can it not have a sequel? <laughs> It's not by uh, the same director who was there, I forgot. Is it not? Uh, I think fellow? it is. It's... Spielberg? I thought it was, I don't Spielberg. Think it was Spielberg. No, 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 not Spielberg. <laughs> uh, I don't remember who the director was of Independence Day was. It didn't do well, that's all I know. Uh, it didn't do as well. It didn't do well at all, I think. It was kind of oh, like, it did not. I, I only saw it, it because. Okay. It's the same director. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the same director, Roland uh, Emmerich. Ah, uh, Roland Emmerich. So he, this bugger, he directs all these end of the world movies. This bugger. <laughs> yeah, there is another movie. Uh, it, it knows the entire world is covered. The the Atlantic Ocean. Oh my I God! Yes, I I shit would. In uh, Europe and uh, the United States. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Eric, check for the movies by um, Roland Emmerich, no? I'll do that. Uh, the entire world gets frozen. <clears throat> so, it's a Isn't very good day movie. Isn't the day the earth stood? No, that is by uh, the internet boyfriend, Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> day after tomorrow. <laughs> oh, day, day after, after tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, the right. day after tomorrow. That, that one and also the recent... Uh, Geostorm, I guess, even Geostorm. Ah, Geostorm. 
भाई इस तरह का कंस्पिरेसी थ्योरी दैट ही इज मेकिंग ओनली वर्ल्ड एंडिंग मूवीज और इज गिविंग आइडियाज टू द क्रिएटर्स हु मेड 2012 द सेम गाय दैट वाज अबाउट टू मेंशन दैट द सेम गाय True, true. <laughs> so okay, uh, there is also uh, okay. I was just you've read the uh, the Da Vinci Code and might have also seen the movie. Mm-hmm. So they talk about the library in the Vatican, <coughs> and it all, right. all it has all the books and also the theories and everything written by all the ancient philosophers and scientists. Uh, so they say that. Newton and all these, all 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 those people have written a lot. The Principia of Mathematica and, and stuff is over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and you can't access those things. Is what they say. No, but is that not true? Don't, don't tell know. me that. That is. I don't know. I want to believe that it is true, but I don't know if it is true or not. I don't know if there is that same uh, library in the Vatican. No, I think the library is real. Like library exists. Yeah, maybe what they have in the library might not be exactly uh-huh. what Dan Brown has mentioned. He got into a lot of trouble for it actually. Like I remember. Yeah, not for this stuff, but but saying that uh, Jesus Christ is a human, not uh-huh. a divine entity. Yeah, and and uh, Christ has a bloodline. Which is yeah, uh-huh. he has right a bloodline and. Because <coughs> in that movie, so I've always always heard that April thirteenth, if it especially falls on a Friday, is a thirteenth is usually a bad bad day, mm-hmm. and if especially April thirteenth, if it falls on a Friday, I guess really really bad. So uh, in that book, I don't think it's in the movie, uh, but it is there in the book. So what he mentions is. uh once that once uh, the church knows that jesus christ uh wife is pregnant with his baby uh he captures every woman who is pregnant and also after that whoever has given birth or any lady any any female and they killed about killed in millions who whoever could be a possible child of jesus christ just to make sure that there is no bloodline that progresses down to the future and this massacre happened on april the 13th and it falls on a friday the black friday and that uh, i think it's uh, it's it's on that friday so that is why april 16th is uh, april 13th is considered to be a very very bad day in western culture Mm. Read it in Dan Brown's book. On, uh, I think it is in uh, ancient. Uh, no, uh, not angels and demons, but Da Vinci, da Vinci Code. Vamsi mm. and I have been speaking about uh, the Robert Langdon series as if it's like a a journal or something. We've been quoting. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I I didn't have a, a time to think about all these things in the last few months or even few years. So it was very good to remember all these things, talk about them, listen to some things that I don't know. So thank you for having me on. So Vamsi is definitely sleeping with a tin foil hat today. Thank you for this insightful session. <laughs> thank you for taking out time to speak to us today. But uh, I'd like to end by saying that this podcast is not actually real. Are you even listening to this? But yeah, dude, it was crazy, man. A uh, lot of lot of theories that you know came up. Uh, had read about them, but you know, a, a lot of new theories. which definitely i was not in uh loop with and most importantly i did not see a meme and even that is kind of bugging <laughs> so yeah we will put all the memes in like i'll actually add one of shrey's favorite memes uh he'll send me and i'll add it as a description so shrey get creative <laughs> I mean, seriously, like it was really great. Like you just look at these uh, conspiracy theories at the surface level. You don't really deep dive into them a lot of time, but it's very interesting. Like, right. thanks for having me here for sure. And I'm pretty sure I'm spending the rest of the night reading about the Bermuda Triangle because, yeah, age 22 and that happened. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me here. Yeah, I still think it's true, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing you know, you might never. Know. But do read up on the Bermuda Triangle thing. I was sh- shocked and surprised. Like, uh, let's see what happens to you as well. Thank you for being a guest on the show, guys. It really means a lot to me that you've taken time out of your very busy schedules to make an appearance on the podcast. I hope to see you guys in future episodes of Sentinel. I hope to bring before you a lot more interesting conversations such as this in the future. Stay tuned and get subscribed to Syncom. The podcast is currently listed on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can contact me on Instagram at Syncom, which is S Y N C P O D. I repeat, S Y N C P O D. You can also contact me by email, which is also found in the description below. All the social media accounts of the guests can also be found in the description below. Until then, this is Harsha Lobanov, and remember, truth is always out there.